it's ridiculous. And sometimes we mix it with ginger ale. And lately I've just been drinking Tennessee honey, just like straight. It's so like It's so good. So I don't know where I read this, but um to like expand on it. We can just mm. talk about alcohol. The quarantine is like just airport rules for everything. So it's, it's like you can drink whenever, you can like eat whatever is available because it's like whatever. So like we're eating out more than we normally do. We're like, really? Know, we're drinking. Yeah. Well, we're doing a lot more takeout than we when we used to do because we're trying to support the bars and stuff to like because that's their only form of revenue. I love that. I think I say drink like you have a 7:30 a.m. flight. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening. <laughs> but also, like, then there's the so. What's the big impediment to, like, drinking on a weeknight normally, right? Oh well, I have to work the next day. I have to get up. I have to drive to work. Like, yeah, I have like, a commute. I gotta like pull myself together and not look like an asshole in front of my coworkers. <laughs> well, that's gone. <laughs> no one sees me. I have a nine a.m. video chat every day. Yeah, and I'm not wearing pants anyway. So like I'm just like have a hoodie and baseball cap on. Perfect. Um, I'm loving the beard. I love it. You, I, I'm, I'm, I have mixed feelings about the my quarantine beard. I, it's like contour for men. I'll take it because I don't have the hair, so I can't, I can't do hair. It's Ryan hasn't cut his hair or shaved his beard this entire time. Yeah, I've I like my, I've love shaved it. My, I shaved my head this week. Ooh, it's but, shiny. Look at that. Um, nice. I gotta do that because it looks weird. But right now, I feel like the um, the the bald head beard thing is like very WWE. Mm, Yeah, very pro wrestler. I got it out of the way early, Jim, so you don't have to worry about it. (laughs) I have to turn a light off. This is driving me nuts. All right, so turns it too too dark. (laughs) So welcome to the Bit Players Bits Per Second podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Jim. Is that better or is it too dark now? You're Rachel. <laughs> I am. Hi. Uh, and? Is it? Is Carl, the, your is mic's on. I'm Carl. <laughs> Welcome to our uh, our Saturday edition of the Bits for the Second podcast. Uh, this is our first time having Rachel on in like three years. Whoop, whoop. Because we had you on right before we did the live podcast when we did it we did it actually live from um live caleb from caleb and broad. Broad. yeah yeah caleb you keep, and broad you keep talking like, jim i think we're having some gym audio issues oh i, I can hear you guys no, I are I you are you on the phone i am oh okay cool you keep mentioning uh, live podcast. You've mentioned it in the, um, in the one of the other episodes we talked about. How do you do a live podcast? So we basically just had, it was a free show. Um, just had people come to the theater and hang out. And we did a podcast where we had a couple guests. Okay. Did we do one or two, Jim? Uh, I think you guys did, a, did one without me, but, but the audio didn't turn out well, so we didn't release it. That's right. You do one with the with the race car guy. Yep, because he his uh he was a very soft spoken. Is a race car driver, a uh, local race car driver, really cool guy. 
Yeah. I saw I saw pictures of that in the in the bathroom at the theater. I've seen pictures of it. Oh, it was so cool in real life. What was Mike's last name, Jim? Do you remember? Mike. uh, I I can't remember. I'm blanking. I'm Facebook friends with him. Anyway, so he came on and he did a really great podcast. Him and his dad, and they talked about all about like kind of like independent dot car racing and stuff, and like all the cool stuff they do. Uh, Belanger, Mike Belanger. Because um, all I could think of was because his nickname is Big Time Mike. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, Big Time Mike, Big Time Mike, Big Time Mike. It's like it's then like his real name just disappeared. Really? Um, so he came on and we recorded the whole podcast and he gave this incredible interview. And it was really fun. And then we went to um, mix it. And he's so soft spoken that like you could hear the audience chatter like above like what he was saying doesn't have the stage voice of a bit player um hopefully you can do another one of those someday i hope so i want to try like as soon as things open up again that would actually be uh really cool because i saw i saw a picture of it and i wasn't sure so it was just like a live audience and then you posted it like the next day yeah yeah okay Pretty so much. it wasn't like live radio. So that's where I, that's where my i don't i don't know yeah, like but that's cool no that's really cool there, that was awesome. The, 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 there was the other one we did where uh, Jim from Rhyme Culture uh, broke two chairs. Like that. <laughs> yeah, he broke two different chairs while he was sitting on the stage. And I just got like obliterated. Well, you were drinking a 40 for the whole show. I drank two 40s for the whole <laughs> two show. Two 40s. Um, can't do that anymore, apparently. Uh, so this is our podcast where we talk about what's going on what we're thinking about, what we're worried about, what we're not worried about, what we like, what we don't like, um, and all everything in between. So just as a rundown, Carl, I want to talk about some of the things that we are doing to fill the space right now. So like, what are some of the things that like we're trying to do? Um, Cause I can't just interview myself. Okay. Um, what are the things we're doing to try to like stay in front of people to keep it going while we're in this weird, no live entertainment, no people in closed spaces world as, as a, as a company or as person, not as a populace, as a company, what, what are we as doing? A, oh, okay. I mean, we're doing a lot of video stuff. Um, online. I mean, you know, Vlad's doing his interviews. Um, so Vlad's all. doing one-on-one interviews with each bit player. Yep, where he interviews everybody. And then um, Anne-Marie and Elizabeth are doing their video of their two characters that they have. That are like, tween, is it tweenager? Is that the right yeah. tween term? Tween? I don't like that. I don't like saying that word. I don't know why. It just doesn't sound right coming from me. But um, So we're trying to just post something every day to keep us in the eyes or ears of, of the public. So we don't fall in between the cracks, you know, yeah. um, whether make it's sure that we're totally and, available and still telling people we're here. Yeah. The so, Instagram takeover. Yeah. Instagram takeover every day. So a different bit player takes over our Instagram kind of goes for their day videos and snaps, everything that they're doing. Yep. Just to stay in or stages things. <laughs> my dog exactly. made it, my dog and my wife made an appearance on the 
uh, Instagram right. stories today. I, I, I am the takeover today. So mm-hmm. um, I have been, uh, I've been dressed the same all day. I, I told the beginning of the story, I, I had a, I was picking outfits and I said, I'm going to wear uh, gold chains all day. And I've, I'm still wearing them. I have been wearing these gold chains all day. And when I saw Jared, I was wearing my glasses. I was like a real douchebag. <laughs> you, uh, you looked like a Newport LEG. <laughs> I don't know where the glasses are right now. But um, yeah, absolutely. Well, luckily, this is an audio medium. So no oh, one I know. the glasses anyway. But I don't know if Rachel saw the glasses or Jim. I saw it on your story. Oh, okay, good. So our story. Your history video. <laughs> Uh, um so what days are all those coming out carl so the uh one-on-one interviews they come out every monday and wednesday uh at 5 p.m eastern time um and then uh the uh the one with Anne-Marie and elizabeth is called steph corn tammy because it's uh the characters names are stephanie and tammy and they're in quarantine together um it comes out every Thursday. So then there's a new episode tomorrow coming out. Um, I'm currently in the progress of editing. Um, so, and then every day on our Instagram, we have the bit player takeovers. And every Friday and Saturday night, uh, when we'd normally be going on stage, we post our podcast. Exactly. So we're trying to make sure that we're again, you know, in the ears and eyes of the public so they don't forget about us. So as we go with every show, everyone picks a topic. We start going um, until we exhaust it completely. In true bit players fashion, we will beat the dead horse. <laughs> and first up is our very special guest, Rachel. Rachel! Yay! Who just recently came back to the bit players right before we had to shut down. We did a show together before everything it was great. Like one show, and then it's like <laughs> I know. I think I, I got to do two shows in total before everything shut down. But yeah, two great shows, two fun shows. There you go. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about um, quarantine hygiene. Ooh. And how that's been very different the as challenge. compared to regular life hygiene. So Whoa. number one. Is are you still working? Yes. Okay. So you're yes. doing the telecommuting thing, mm-hmm. video chats, Zoom, WebEx, whatever you're all day. Yep. All day. Um, so so number one, are you showering every day? No, no. Um <laughs> no. <laughs> we appreciate your honesty. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. And I'm um Washing my hair maybe, maybe twice a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's actually making it grow faster, though, so I'm appreciating it. So I should stop washing my scalp and my, my hair will magically grow back. Yes, and put some dry shampoo in your beard so it'll. No, just put it in my scalp. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just look like a chimpanzee doing that. Uh, I just like walk through a mist of Febreze and I'm good to go. <laughs> so as long as Ryan doesn't care, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, today actually my wife had a uh, a teleconference and it turned out that it was going to be a video chat. So I just hear her going, oh shit, oh shit. 
And she's going upstairs like, now I got to put makeup on. Because <laughs> you're just like been existing in this like, well, for her, like tights and hoodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think, once a week, Stephanie puts pants on. Just like me. Like once a week, I put pants on. It's your one day a week to feel slightly normal. I bought three new pairs of sweatpants to get me through this. Ooh. Because I only had one real. I mean, I had like two pairs of pajamas or two, two or three pajama pants, which cannot be worn during the day. Those, those are my nighttime pajamas, not my daytime pajamas. Um, so I had to go buy a couple, a few more pairs of like regular sweatpants to like get through the normal regime. Mm-hmm. I just keep going through all my tracksuits every day. <laughs> How many tracksuits do you have, Carl? And are they all uh, matching? Full tracksuits. I have one, two, three, four. I have five full tracksuits, and then I have uh, two mismatched. So, like, I have two jackets that I can't find the pants for, and then uh, one pants that I can't find the jacket for. So, so you're truly at a like retired mobster level of tracksuits. It feels good. Yeah, absolutely. Like I walk, I walk down yeah, my driveway. For- <laughs> what did you say, Jim? Yes, thank you for noticing. <laughs> Especially with the gold chains now, uh, <laughs> I've got a real retired. Well, the gold chains. The gold chains suggest you're still working. Yeah, that you're not well, retired. It's re- yeah, okay. I like. Oh, yeah. So I am still working currently because I'm wearing my chains right now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna make that look like a girl who's struggling. That's the noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you still? Uh, are you still cleaning yourself, Carl? Every day. Cleaning myself, absolutely. Oh, yes, I'm cleaning myself every day. Like I'm washing my hands every day, washing my face every day. (laughs) I'm brushing my teeth every day. If I am I showering every day? Absolutely not. I think I shower. I'll go through three days in a row showering, and then I'll go like two or three days not showering, and then I'll go. Oh, I should probably shower, and then I'll shower again. So it's like it varies. Like you know, I won't go more than three days without showering. When if I start I smelling myself, shower. I know it's a problem. Yeah. If I don't shower, I get very ripe. Like, I'm quick to, like, get filthy. That's why I don't like going to the gym, because I sweat, and I'm there for 45 minutes, and I can start to smell me, and I go, if I can smell me, the guy four machines down can smell me. Yeah. Oh. The guy at the, in the dressing room, with the, the, the changing room with his balls out can smell me. <laughs> well, you know how old someone is by like their their nudity in the locker room. Yeah, their comfort level of nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah seventy five and above, just balls and dick just hanging everywhere. Out. <laughs> During the like short period of time when I was a member of a gym, like there was a like it, it, I was glad to see that most of the members of the gym were kind of like at the level I was at. Like when I ever had to change for gym, which is like you know always have something covered. Like, because when I was a, when I, when I was a kid, I, or like when I, when I was young, I felt like that, I, that would make me the odd man out. But uh, there was always like a certain, a certain level of Puritanism uh, whenever I was at the gym. But then there was the old, the one old guy who was just like, nope, balls everywhere. Yeah. Just let it hang up. Is it Puritanism or is it just like courtesy? I think like the way I look at it is not like I'm ashamed of my body, which of course I am. I mean, it certainly is. But, <laughs> but also, like, I don't have never assumed anyone wants to see me naked. 
I think it's just turned into a, I don't care anymore. Like, it's like, they're just like, "Mm, I'm walking in the gym. I left my pants over there and my towel is, eh, I'm just going to not put on my towel and grab my pants. Like, I feel like they just don't care anymore. Where me, I still am like, okay. I just, I, I cover myself. If I forget my towel in the locker and I take my shorts off, I got one, I mean, two hands covering. So I'm just like, yeah. So it's like 75, 70, 70 plus is just like naked. We'll sit down, try to have a conversation with you in the locker room. You know, like that, like 50 to 60 is like still too naked, yep. but probably won't talk to you. And then like 40 to 50, they're probably like, they're probably still out. But there's like some like maneuver and like they're quicker to put clothes on. And then like I feel like under 40 is where you're still like towel on. Right? Yeah, I feel like no one cares. Yeah, well, I f- or I feel like they're taking it more serious. Like they're 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 covering themselves. Um what about in the women's locker room? Is it the same? Um, no. I've never uh, been in a. I haven't been in a women's locker room since I was like <laughs> thirteen. I, I was gonna say I obviously I'm not a seventy five year old man in a a man's locker room, but I feel like if it's just easier to not have to worry about like if your pants are over here, your towels over there. It you it's a lot of steps to put your different articles of clothing on whatever maybe it's just easier for them to strut around and god forbid you get additional steps at the place you went to go exercise exactly at that point it's just social but no girls i've only experienced i think maybe two naked people and it was a shock every single time wait so women so, so the male fantasy, the stereotypical male fantasy of like women walking around a locker room naked, it's not true. Not, not true. Yeah, I'm really thinking about it because, I mean, I go to the gym a lot. I I played sports. I mean, girls will run around in like sports bras and stuff, but no, no one really just. I'm really sorry. No one just like prances around like ponies naked. So Porky's was a lie. I was actually going to say that documentary Porky's is alive. (laughs) (laughs) Unless there's certain locker rooms that I'm just not going to, but it's like a certain kind of person that will just stand around and chat with everyone and get changed very slowly. And you can pick that person out really fast and you normally avoid that person. So it's less age-based, just more um, attitude-based in the women's locker room. Yeah. Interesting. Men's, men's locker room is just a free-for-all. They just let it all out and go, eh. I, I refuse to go in. I went into a sauna once in a locker room, and I've never gone in again. Made that mistake once. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just went. It was it was the sheer, like, I've never been in a sauna. I want to know yep. what it's all about. And then I went in the sauna, and I was like, well, this is kind of cool. And then four other dudes came in, took their towels, put it on the rack, and I was like, oh, so this is happening. So we just, just hang brain. 
I'm just leaving my towel on and going, oh, I've been in here for 20 minutes already. And then I'd walk out, even if I was in there for a minute before they came in. Yeah. It's a, it is this weird kind of like hierarchy of rules and regulations that don't. And honestly, I miss the gym a lot right now. So I, I will take the naked old men right now. Well, so I've only been to, so I know the gym that you go to, Jared. I yeah. have only been to that gym three times. Because your, your fiance goes to that gym. Yeah, my fiance has a membership at that gym. And, and um, my friend Eli. Yes. And well, well, he's at the Y. So I used to go to the Y a lot. And I know how the Y locker room is, but I don't know how the, uh, the, the, the gym that you go to, I don't know what that locker room situation is. You can say Planet Fitness. It's not that exclusive. <laughs> I didn't want to like, hey, you know. <laughs> well, Planet Fitness in Middletown. Want to go watch Jared sweat? <laughs> what time? I didn't want you to get flooded with fans, you know? I will either be there at 4.45 or 7.30. This would tell me every time. Oh, I saw Jared at the gym today. Oh. I know. I, I tell Stephanie every time. Like, guess who's at the gym? She's like, you Liz. You saw Liz. <laughs> Though I also see, um, I'll see um, your boyfriend Ryan there, Rachel, as well. Yes, he does frequent that gym. Yeah, it's a good gym. It's a fine gym. I would look forward to it going there again you have a locker room story don't you carl i do um so uh we mentioned eli who you've seen at planet fitness uh before he was oh a yeah before uh, he would go to planet fitness. Fan. so uh for those who don't know who eli is um eli is someone who i grew up with uh he has down syndrome uh me and him are very good friends um i've, I've hung out with him i've known him for uh, most of our lives and uh I became uh, more professionally involved, like working wise. But um, anyway, so we, uh, I, I used to take him to the gym once in a while. And one time we went to the gym at the YMCA and uh, that gym is like a free for all. No one wears towels. And uh, there was one time we, we left swimming practice for special Olympics and he uh, gives me his swim shorts and I, I'm drying them. There's a little like dryer thing. And he goes into the locker room and I'm, I just tell him, get changed. You know, uh, dad's going to be here to pick us up soon. So we go down and, and we would wait. Uh, so I dry his shorts. I go into the locker room and I see his clothes and then I see a towel, but I don't see Eli. Like I see the towel, like he sat down and he opened the towel and there was nothing there and his clothes are still neatly folded. So, I go, hey, uh, bud, where are you? And he's like, I'm over here. So I go to the back of the locker room, and I don't see anybody. Now, it's pretty late, so the locker room's very empty. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I go, bud, where are you? And he goes, I'm over here. So I go back to the front of the locker room, and I go, dude, I, I'm not playing this game anymore. Like, I'm looking on top of the lockers. I thought he was hiding up there. And he knocks on a door, goes, I'm in here. So this is when I first started hanging out with him and I started panicking because I realized he has locked himself in a locker and I, I go up to the locker and he's just banging on it going, Hey buddy, Hey buddy, Hey buddy. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, okay. 
and I'm taking breaths and he's just laughing and he's like, I pranked you. I got you. He's having the time of his life. Exactly. But I don't think he realized that he's locked in this locker and he can't get in unless I go to the front desk. I got to get the master key because it's not our locker. So I ask him, I go, Hey, um, is there anything else in that locker? And he goes, yeah. And I go, well, what's in the locker? And he's like, oh, shoes, a shirt, some pants. And I start freaking out because I'm not concerned about his safety anymore because he's laughing and having a good time. I'm more concerned about the guy who has been working out for 45 minutes to an hour who's going to walk into the locker room and open up his locker and just a boy with Down syndrome who's naked just walks out and goes, what's up? This dude's going to have a heart attack. And so I run down, I grab the can, I light him out. And it ended up being like a plastic bag and like two shirts. It was dark in the locker, so you couldn't see. But I just, the, the heart rate, of me just going all the way up was just so ridiculous. And he's like, I got you so good. And to this day, he still brings up that that is the greatest prank of all time he's pulled on me. I mean, that's an incredible prank. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> and he really had you in, like, in, a, in a very compromised situation. Yeah. I, like, I, didn't, I don't think I told his parents that story until like three months after. <laughs> and I've known the family almost my whole life, but I was just so like, oh my God, like I'm going to get fired if I tell them that this story, like he locked himself in a locker. They're going to be like, you can't work with our child. <laughs> it was just, oh. It's a beautiful story. Um, so Rach, did you have any other points you want to make about hygiene in the core? It's also been very interesting to see not only people hardly washing their hair but also wondering if they should cut it or not tell me about that or just <laughs> yeah jared doesn't know a lot about that <laughs> so tell me about haircuts <laughs> yeah so my my boyfriend ryan he wants to see if he can put his hair into a man bun so he just hasn't even he's allowed. not a man bun guy though like ryan is like a he's kind of like a, a man bun cut guy yeah he's a buzz cut guy yeah i joined like i joined guy. the i joined the the group with a man bun so if he wants a haircut i'll, I'll hook him up i would <laughs> actually love you to do that so he hasn't let me touch his hair like no touch-ups his beard like it's it's multi-colored there's some like red in there there's some blonde in there you know? so it just i mean it's it looks absolutely insane. And every time I look at, cause I started quarantine with bangs and now I don't have bangs. Anymore. Now you have just have hair. Yeah. Now it's just <laughs> whatever it's doing. So every time I look at it, I'm like, do I chance it? Do I cut it? What do I just chop it all off? Like what, what do I do? And I keep seeing things online saying, if you cut your hair now, you've gone crazy. Like you've just completely lost it. So I, I feel differently. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Jared, you have a nice shine to your head, so I think it's. Oh, thank you. That's you're what, welcome. That's what I've I, I've always wanted to be the Donald Faison of this group. Um, so <laughs> the Michael Chiklis. I actually think it's really nice to see 
I like there's one nice thing about this this situation you get to see what people really look like mm-hmm. because they will do a video conference without makeup like they'll like like people are showing up in hoodies and baseball caps and like that's what people look look like so it's nice to see people get comfortable um also it's incredibly clear that there are a ton of jobs that people can just do from home absolutely um mm-hmm. And that's just a fact. So you better believe when I go back, I'm going to be asking for a couple of days a week that I'm just like work from home. I'm right um, there with you. I also work in a building full of teenagers. So it's a <laughs> Petri dish. Um, <laughs> but it's really, it's really, it's, I, I kind of, I, it's nice to see what women look like without makeup. And like, I don't mean that in like a kinky way. It's just like, it's nice to say, see, what people really look like because like quite honestly like the only people i've ever seen that or women for the most part that look like that show up without any makeup at all are the women that consciously have done it in my life and i have a number of friends who just don't participate in makeup culture my mom like two girlfriends and then my wife and that's like it so like other than that most women i see like you know, I see women at work. I see women out at night. I see like I don't. I don't see women out at night. I'm a happily married man. <laughs> but like, girl, I, I see you. But I, I, I you saw most them in your the time, yeah. Most of the time, you, like, like Rach, like we're like we're friends. Like you were at my wedding. Like we hang out. Like if I see you most of the time, like you're like done up, right? Like, oh, thanks. No, I don't. It's not really a compliment. It's just like. <laughs> statement of an observation <laughs> <laughs> but like we so i normally when i see you like that rachel looks a certain way um and i venture to guess right now this is rachel all natural that we're seeing on the video chat yeah except for a little mascara yes that's the thing that's the thing it's always a little mascara i keep that's the thing i keep hearing from like all the women i know like in my professional and personal life it's like yeah just a little mascara mm-hmm. a little mascara and it's, it's like it's it's nice to kind of just really need a little bit of makeup it's nice to see what people really look like yeah it's refreshing you have a video and, conference a little mascara hi jess hi. And there's a whole world of internet incels I love that you, do not like that you get to see what women look like now and it's fantastic on twitter <laughs> And by fantastic, I mean horrifying and misogynistic. All right. So, Carl, what is your topic for the day? Um, actually, if you don't mind me going last, because my topic is just going to be the, um, the bits about the bits. Cool. Uh, Sounds good to from me. From the Instagram today. So, James. You want to do that? Yeah. James, Tiny Dancer Foley. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, it was recently announced uh, in Massachusetts, which is where I live and work, um, that uh, schools are closed for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, the governor just just kind of bit the bullet and said, you know, we're not coming back. Um, and I think that's the right decision, but it also sucks. So, like, what is – what I want to know, and this, this is going to extend beyond the quarantine, like, what is something that you've experienced that is the – 
totally where everything happens as it's supposed to, but it's just it just totally sucks. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess the same. We canceled. Mm. I work at a college. Mm. We canceled graduation, and basically, I don't know if they. I'm not sure if there's been an announcement about like this semester or whatever, but basically, we're not going back until June. There's uh, no way. I mean, yeah. I, my, well, my also, I mean, like, actually, no. There has been an announcement because my office is being used as an emergency triage and testing facility. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be going back soon. <laughs> My thing is, I, I feel, I feel really, I feel really bad for uh, the seniors, you know, of of high school, college, all those guys. Uh, just, I, I don't know. Like, where I'm seeing a lot of pictures of, uh, or a lot of posts of the the kids that I um that i teach that are seniors who are athletes or just seniors in general they're just posting their senior pictures now and they're trying to do like a gofundme so they can post their banners all post uh the pictures of senior pictures all through newport like on broadway down to thames which i think is a fantastic idea recognize the seniors because they're not going to be able to have that graduation to walk across the stage and have yeah, they're that. not going to be like so drunk that their parents are embarrassed exactly <laughs> so grab the superintendent's ass on the way out <laughs> do the trip and fall <laughs> parents car on the way to prom and then get stopped at the door on the way in and not be able to go guys so this is going to be an entire graduating class with no prom hand jobs yeah oh no, they're still gonna get oh, hand yeah. jobs but they're just not gonna be prom they're not gonna jobs. be a prom that it's gonna be quarantine hand jobs <laughs> oh god it's so much less special just put a glove on <laughs> a glove. actually that's probably the way it should be done <laughs> exactly <laughs> god, sitting I'm far so apart with a glove on that's right um <laughs> Six Yo, feet apart. You know, every high school kid is going to be going, yeah, uh, yeah, six feet. Ha <laughs> ha, look at it. You know, like. <laughs> I feel like that just might be you. Oh, I mean, obviously. Wouldn't it be not. more of an arm, like, wingspan of six feet? So how long is the average human arm? It's supposed to be your own height. So your wingspan is your height. Yeah, yeah, that is what so, it's supposed to be. So roughly, like, I'm not that a third because your torso isn't. That doesn't make sense because I'm pretty sure that this is only like five feet. My wingspan. So you've been lying about your height this entire time. No, I'm six two on a good day. I'm five seven on my best day. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is technically taller than me, and I know she's mad at me when she puts on high heels. <laughs> That's amazing. She liked me on her wife. wedding day because she wore flip-flops. Yeah. Or no, she wore Toms. It was like Toms. Very comfortable. Love Toms. So, yeah, I mean, that is an interesting point, though. Like, they're, they're not going to get all the stuff. They're not. not and, it, and it's... They're not going to like listen to the vitamin C in their car. Oh, classic. 
It sucks. Um, it, it does. It stinks. It really does. I mean, I didn't, my senior year, I wasn't like the popular kid. I wasn't the jock no. who, <laughs> shut up, Jared. Um, I wasn't like the, but I, I still had like my moments where, you know, I had that feeling of walking across this. I actually sat on the stage of graduation. I, when I got invited to sit on the stage of graduation, I didn't know why. I was not in the top 15, 25, 30 uh, grade-wise of my graduating class. Rank-wise, I'll tell you right now, at 100 of, I think it was 160, 160 kids, I was 126. I was sitting on the stage, and the reason I was sitting on the stage was because I was an Eagle Scout. What's up? Oh, okay. uh, so I was getting my award and I, so my uh, assumption was that it was a make a wish thing. I told, that's what I think. That's what I thought it was. I was like, are my parents not telling me something? Am I going to die? Um, Why I remember getting, after me. <laughs> I remember getting the invite going, we invite you to sit on stage. And I remember sitting down on stage and one of the kids looking at me, who was the, what's the number one in your class called? valedictorian the valedictorian see i shouldn't be on stage at all i don't know what it's called um it's not the, that's not a requirement <laughs> oh thank god but the valedictorian i they looked at me and they were like what are you doing up here i was like i have no idea <laughs> and then the uh sheldon whitehouse he ended up giving me an award our our united states senator that's right he ended up giving me an award for uh getting eagle scout and uh, so I was like 11 years uh, ago, so it's young Sheldon. Yeah, it was young <laughs> Sheldon. And he is very short. And I will tell you that. I, I remember looking down at him going, who are you and why am I getting this? Oh, that's really funny because there's a picture of me from St. Patrick's Day with Sheldon Whitehouse. And he towers over me. <laughs> well, that says our height difference. Yeah, there, there it is, guys. <laughs> Uh, I have to. Uh, there's there's a picture somewhere. Like I'll, I'll send it to you guys. But <laughs> that's really. I'll send you the picture from uh from St. Patrick's. It's super funny. Please do. And I the same day, I have like a picture. The... It's like I'm towering over Chase's mom, and <laughs> I'm towering, and and Sheldon Whitehouse is towering over me. <laughs> I have to email my mom, or I have to text my mom about the. Uh... The picture of Sheldon Whitehouse at my graduation. She knew the whole time too. She played it off. I was like, "Mom, I'm sitting on the stage," and she's like, "Oh my god, that's so crazy! I've never heard of such a thing." My son, okay. I uh, my high school graduation. I there were some disciplinary issues that I had. I don't, it's hard to imagine um, a few a few suspensions, and um, so. <laughs> They weren't going to let, like, didn't let me do, like, um, National Honor Society and stuff. Even though I, like, I fought for it, but... Wait, did you get into National Honor Society? They wouldn't let me in oh, okay. because of my multiple suspensions and that disciplinary issues. Oh my I was going to say, cause I didn't get in either. See, yeah. It was really strange. Yeah, look at me now, bitch! Um, <laughs> We're both working in education now, and I'm actually on the... I'm actually on the board uh, that decides who gets into National Honor Society now. So, so like, you'll take anyone like you or me, right? Like you're so. Nope. nope. I'm, 
oh wait, no, I'm kicking people out. I remember going to the uh, the seniors award night and all of the kids getting the National Honors Society ribbon, or it was like the the yellow tassel yep. that hanged that hung from your uh, graduation cap. And it was me and one other kid who didn't get it, who was who I was who I'm best friends with. We grew up together. Uh, and Jared, you've actually seen him wrestle, Nico Silva. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And I remember them calling everybody up, and everyone's going over, and they just skip over the the E part of his last name and the M part of my last name, and they're all up walking on stage. It's a huge <laughs> line, and me and him are just looking at each other, going, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> That's so weird. Um, so, <laughs> since they since they fought me on the National Honor Society thing, um, I had won a gold medal in the academic decathlon. In case you were wondering what kind of, albeit misbehaving but intelligent teenager that I was, um, so it was. It looked a lot like those National Honor Society medals. So I wore my national, I wore my academic decathlon gold medal to my graduation and the people in the crowd, I heard later from people that were sitting next to different people. Are like, He's not, he doesn't have asterisk next to his name. Why is he wearing a medal? Which is still just make, brings so much joy to my heart just to make, make parents uncomfortable. That's what I was born to do. <laughs> yeah. At I least made my mom uncomfortable calling. on the way out, and I'm going to make everyone's parents uncomfortable on the way through. So, but is everyone covered with Jim? Oh, is Jim, you want to throw in on your topic? Nah, that's pretty much it. Like that's, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, like no, this is the this is the right thing. But eh. like now, I have to sit at home and do the worst part of my job, and, and not the best. Because <laughs> Oddly, uh, like, I don't know, oddly being a teacher, the best part is, like, running class. Yeah. And the, it was like the, a show. Yeah. It, no, it is. It's, like, I mean, it's exhausting. It's an improv show. Like, that you're doing like, for kids. for five hours a day. Yeah. Like, you know, but you hear, you know, give or take, because sometimes there's your, you know, you've got your, okay, hey, everybody do this worksheet, or everybody, like, partner up and do this group thing but like the the idea of like running a class is kind of like improv it's like it's kind of like doing an improv show it's just kind of it's like the the back and forth and the you know like and the kind of uh little like i don't know what's the word for it like the the mishmash of like personalities that you see there sure like just interacting with those. That's fun. Like, that's like, that's why I do it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And now it's just like, eh, post this online, you know, you I'll grade you. <laughs> we, um, we went to pass fail. Yeah. So did we. Yeah. So it's just like, that's what you got. Do you um, guys have over at that, yeah. with the kids or is it just you're, you're giving out worksheets and stuff? Do I have, say that again? Do you have like Zoom meetings with the kids where you kind of have a little bit of a class or is it just? It's it's hard because some teachers do, but, but like I, you know, they, we can't require them to go. We can't require them to attend. That's because not everybody has access. Not everybody has the tech. 
and the state like, of Rhode Island is re- is requiring them to attend. Yeah, yeah, the state of Massachusetts. Uh, like, like this is something I don't know what exactly. What, this is something that the state of Rhode Island like I was more prescient on apparently. Well, um, they're using the um, they're letting for Wi-Fi. They're the libraries are staying open. Yeah, see, our libraries aren't. Yeah, like and or that you can get the you can access the Wi-Fi in the parking lot. I got a letter. I got a letter in the mail that Cox is doing like a a hotspot thing um, where they were using uh, routers like my router and other people's routers to support free hotspots for those who can't afford Wi-Fi. For like, it was like students who can't afford yeah. Wi-Fi um, for this uh, home educational stuff. Distance learning. Distance learning. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's going to be a trip. Uh, my brother is doing, is a teacher in Rhode Island and he is doing all of his classes through like Google Classroom. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, gotta do what, what you gotta I, do. Yeah. Like I actually, like I had Google Classroom set up before we closed, which is lucky for me. Yeah. But like, I don't know, some teachers are having Zoom, like Zoom classes, like, and it's clear that it's clear from the way they phrase the new rules that like some teachers are doing it way too much. Like, yeah. I'm like, God, who are these people? Like, these must be the young people. I'm oh, like, they're like, it's the 23-year-olds. It's yeah. the 23-year-old math teacher that just, like, loves her job. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> like, like I could tell that there were some who were like, but we're going to have this, this Zoom meeting every day, like, when we usually going to have 40 minutes a day. And, like, all the rules, because I can tell because all the rules are, like, usually it's, like, you would think with the district, it's, like, well, we're checking up on you to make sure you're not just goofing off. But like yeah. this time, it's like we're checking up on you to make sure you're not killing these kids with how much you're <laughs> requiring of them. So yeah. I'm like, hey, wow. All right. So my topic is masks. Masks. I want to talk about masks of the Red Death? Yes, the mask of the Red Death. No, actually, I want to talk about your casts of Montiato that you have in your basement. Um, so I, I have you over to, to, to so we can go down there to the catacombs and sample it. <laughs> oh, I have this great cask of Montiato. Just uh, yeah, see, see, Carl's holding up a Boston Bruins mask to his face that my mom and made. That your mom made. I want a good mask, and I'm I realize that I'm falling prey to another marketing thing. So you're wearing a Boston Red Sox hat. Do you yeah. want a Boston Red Sox mask? Because my mom's got the material. You know what I really want? I want a bit player's mask. I want it. Well, yeah. That's, I got bit player's t-shirts at the yin yang. Can she cut up a bit player's t-shirt and make a bit player's Old mask? Shirts. I can ask her. I have uh, what color? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to oh, talk care. to her. I'm going to text her. I'll ask her. So yeah, I've been using I, bandanas. Yep. The problem with bandanas, I have an incredibly round head. And it's like a perfect circle. And everything just falls right off. There's no corners on this head. It is per- like my mom must have been like, like even before like they had like the styrofoam helmets that kids wear now to like make their heads around. My mom must have been turning me at perfect intervals when my skull was soft. Because this head just, just like everything falls right off it. Um, 
So I'll tie a bandana super tight like, and cover my face. And then five minutes later, it just falls right down because I'm too smooth. Like my head's too smooth. So I have to get, so my mom gave me like a surgical mask. Um, and I have a couple of very, very out, very expired N95 masks in my garage that I used when I was like sanding my wooden um, porch down. Mm-hmm. Those, the rubber bands are all, you know, like when rubber bands get hard and brittle. Um, so those aren't usable. So I'm just wondering, like, what's your mask? Because like I have bandanas at the yin yang. I have a bandana, or we had a country western themed um, family weekend my freshman year of college um, because it was New Hampshire, and that's where all the cowboys are. Um, so I have that bandana. I've been stealing my dog's bandanas. Um, give me that, crazy. Because <laughs> dogs can't get coronavirus. So what's your bandana? What's your bandana, Rachel? Uh, well, actually, I just or what's had... your mask? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My mask is in a bandana. <laughs> well, I just had an idea for you. You could tie the bandana because you always have a hat on yeah. to the back of your hat where it like sticks together. Ooh. That's a really good idea. And then it won't fall down. Why are you so much smarter than me? I've just been staring at you and trying to figure out how to solve your problem. It's because so. you haven't been staring at old man balls in the gym <laughs> for 20 years. No, I have not been <laughs> old man ball tainted yet. No. Um. <laughs> the shit we've seen in the men's locker room. Oh, I just pictured it in my head. Oh, well, go also, away. the title of this episode is now Old Man Bald. <laughs> <laughs> What, it's like how much, how many brain cells do you lose by having to look at old man balls in the locker? <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm prejudiced against old men because I'm. I feel like more like one every day, and I well, we're hopefully we'll make one. it to that point. Yeah. Hope so. We're talking seventy-five plus, man. Halfway down the thighs. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. It depends what kind of underwear you wear. Good um, for you, sir. Good for you. <laughs> All right, so that is a great idea. I'm going to start tying or like sticking my bandana under the back of my hat. So, because if the, you see me without a hat, it's not me. The uh, the mask that my uh, that my mom professionally put together um, is it has the four strap. It's not the elastic. It's the regular ties. See, that's better though. And I found holds, right. Yeah, I found tying the top one uh to uh, i tying the top one over my ears mm-hmm. and then the bottom one around my neck it yep. covers more like i'll show you real quick it just i just want to be really clear it's gonna be really hard to hear you if you talk yeah no i'm not gonna but, <laughs> but it it comfortably covers everything it took me a second to figure it out because uh, you were born into the dark Ah! <laughs> it yeah it took me a second to figure out how to tie this because i was you know 120th in my graduating class but um i <laughs> i eventually figured out an easy way to make it work and it works really well and i can pull it down and talk to, and you know 
if I need it to breathe and then pull it back. Yeah. When I go inside, I'm really cool. close to someone. So you have the mask of like your mom made you a good mask. Oh, absolutely. She also has Patriots gear, but I, you know what? I'm going to give her, I'm going to try and give her uh, an old bit player shirt. I have a small bit player shirt that does not fit me well. No so. shit. I, I Mr. I'm six two. Like, if your mom will make a mask out of them, because that would be so much. Like, why don't I just go to the theater? Because there's like extra small shirts there. Don't tell Frank. And I'll. Uh, we sell like, those to have, kids. But like we oh. have, um, like we have the old shirts that we don't wear anymore. That's yeah. true. They're like, in the box next to the lockers with the bit with the bit player logo on the nipple. So you know. <laughs> Wait, the tank tops. Oh, those too. No, these are the old ones that had the bit player logo like right on your chest and then like a big bit player logo on the back. I'll talk to her. I'll see if it's the right material because it has to be a certain material. I remember mm-hmm. asking her about it and she said it doesn't work with certain materials. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my mom undersells herself about her knowledge of sewing. I um, think so too. Also, your mom planned my wedding. Yes, she did. Something we haven't ad- addressed yet. So. Yes. Uh, for... I'm married because of your mom. <laughs> what was it? How long ago was it? Five years ago in September. I remember, I remember asking my mom about that. And she was like, oh, I don't know. I do a lot of weddings. But then her seeing you and Stephanie and going, I remember them now. That one. And... <laughs> I've never asked her, why did you look at them and go, oh, I remember them now. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. This beautiful like, woman is marrying this hobo. <laughs> I don't know. Well, she also what married. Doing with, I don't want to take their money. <laughs> she also, uh, what was it? Um, Jen from Caleb Abroad. She did her yep. wedding when, when she was married. And uh, it's the same thing where my mom, she'll look at me when she'll go, oh, you, you did her wedding. And she'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I just, I've done so many weddings. She's like, oh. and then she'll remember. Yeah. So well, think of how many, being a, like, do, like planning weddings in Newport, Rhode Island. Like it's, you see so many people. It's just like yeah. unreal. Especially like on on a beach, you know, she works at the Rotunda on uh, Easton's Beach. Like it's, it's literally you're getting married on the beach, yeah. and and I it's remember, the cheapest option on the beach, dude. Especially yeah. if you live in Newport. Oh my god, my wedding cost. I never mind. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It didn't cost as much as it should have. Um, yeah. All right, so Rach, what's your mask? So I'm actually I I'm really lucky. I have. Um, I feel like a ninja every time I wear it. It's one of those really serious. That's a racial black. slur. They preferred to be called um, samurai Americans. Oh, um, I have a, a samurai American mask, and it like I look really intense, like I'm gonna rob something when I'm wearing it. But my issue is I have to like put it so tight behind my ears because I'm terrified of having any air come through because. If I feel air coming through, I'm like, it can get in. Look, I mean, viruses are incredibly small, small, like very small. Yeah. So I end up like putting it so tight. I'm like extremely like behind my ears are uncomfortable. Like I can't really breathe, but um, I'm lucky that I have a a really good mask. I just, I think I take it to the next level. I don't go many places. So is it like a surgical mask or is like a, like, like Carl's mask where it ties or. 
Yeah, it's a surgical mask. Okay. Yeah. My mom kind of, she's a, a nurse at the Westerly Hospital. She kind of gave us a heads up and she was like, just make sure you have one of these, make it last the whole time. Yeah. And um, she was like, I want all of my little kitties to be safe. So yeah. we all got a mask thanks to my wonderful mom. My mom and, also uh, got us a mom mask. She's a nurse in a different yeah. hospital. So. But we did not, I want to say, we did not take our mask or she did not send us a mask from the hospital. We ordered our own. Well, yeah, of course, of course. No, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Very clear on this one. We did not yeah, steal from the yeah. hospital. Also, yeah, the we surgical did not masks, steal from the hospital. The surgical masks are not the ones that they need, like the N95 masks that they need for like the COVID-19 right. testing and testing and protection centers. Like the ones that you I think everyone them. knows we're not criminals, but yeah. yeah. Um, we actually, though, we, um, all the kids, we kind of came together and we got my mom this awesome, like um protection outfit she has these we ordered her these really intense like she looks like dexter's laboratory nice. goggles <laughs> where it like covers the sides and they she it actually covers her glasses that she wears also so it's like glasses then goggles then super intense mask then this thing that like covers the rest of her head so she's she's good to go nice yeah so you have a real mask. What are you using, Jim? Uh, just like boring. My cousin and my grandmother both made masks for like the whole family. So it's just like double cloth masks that Very cool. like behind the ears, like just regular. Uh, you, so as as soon as I decided I needed to wear a mask, that, you know that was available to me. So are you guys also getting the? Uh, I'm sorry, folks, because there's a lady here. Are you folks? <laughs> Also getting the, the creepy Facebook ads where it's like, hey, get a mask from this company. Hey, get a mask from this company. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a uh, really cool, like, you know, the neck scarves that fold, that come up, like the really tight ones. I, I saw uh, a really cool Bruins one on the Bruins NHL official. And I was like, <clears throat> sign me up. <laughs> I just, it's, it just seems so predatory. I will tell you, my brother's in New York City right now, and he didn't have a mask for the longest time, and he has, like, an actual Halloween mask of Spider-Man, so he's been running around the city in a Spider-Man mask. As his no, that's mask. not a bad move, and it's probably as effective. <laughs> I should yeah. get my Deadpool mask back from the theater. Yes! Oh. <laughs> you should! And just walk around Newport. Somewhere I've got a rubber mask of the mask. Ooh, really? Like the green yeah. the mask? Yeah. Or the one with Cher? Smoking. Yeah, the Eric Stoltz. Eric from mask, yeah. Just walk into the grocery store with that on and see what happens. <laughs> That's great. That's the man, actually. <laughs> So now we are to the point in the show where we are going to quit our bits in. Um, hey, we we oh, have. We I have forgot the... about Carl. I'm sorry. No, it's okay because I you it's went a to new, me and then it's I a went new last. thing. I'm so it's, I'm on. It the... is very new. Um, Again, thank you to Adam Blanchard for suggesting this, dude. Yeah, Adam uh, has been suggesting a lot of th- um, questions, mm-hmm. and he was uh, submitting uh, questions. He's a very super fan. Absolutely, yeah. and we love yeah. Adam. Um, like yeah. So I, I have a couple questions. I think I have five questions. Um, 
a lot of them are short answered, but I'll start with the first one. The the drunkest, wildest crowd we've ever had. Does any come to mind? Jared. <laughs> so this is a Navy town. Yeah. And the I don't want to say wildest because they're well behaved. They're just very drunk. Um, when like the week before they go on, it was like on and off. I forget what the technical terms for all of this stuff is. But the week before they're like on duty or whatever, they go hog wild. Which is like, do it. It's like a bachelor party for them. Um, And they're always fun. And then we end up with them after and they always buy us drinks and they're super Mm -hmm. cool and they tip well and they're really cool to hang out with. So I don't want to be negative. So I'm going to say I love when the Navy guys show up and they're ready to party. The Navy crew is always a good time. Like, yeah. Yep. The only thing that came to my mind, drunkest, wildest crowd, St. Patrick's Day. Was it last year? Two years ago? Two years ago. Three years ago now. Really? Oh, yeah. It was three years ago because it was my first St. Patrick's Day parade day show that I, I mean, I didn't perform in it, but I was, I was bouncing pretty much. I was working the door and then I did a little Oh, because you're 6'2". And I'm also 6'2 on a great day. And St. Patrick's Day is a great day because, you know, I'm Irish and all. But um, the, the, the individual <clears throat> who, who soiled on a chair. You can just say that a woman shit herself. I didn't want it. In the back. <laughs> I wasn't and sure where I could go just for future reference, we got rid of that chair. We no did. We, th- we we got rid of that chair. We put it away. We threw it away, and yeah, <laughs> and that's that. That's that. <laughs> All right. Next question. Um, I was there for that show. I remember that. The poop show. Oh, the yeah, whole the, the whole everything smelled really bad. All right. Have we ever had a backlash from any kind of joke that we've done on stage? Yes. Jim. I'm like, tr- oh God, I'm trying, I distinctly remember that, but I, like, I'm trying to think what, what exactly it was. Um, Cause I remember like the maidens coming to us with something, Jared, do you like, you recall any the, this? Cause I, I, I'm blanking. We had a, uh, we've had a few people write letters. Oh yes, we had. We- <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, was it the 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 the, the news spot? Do we want to mention this? No. All right. Let's. All right. Cut that. I'll cut that. I will okay. say that we've gotten some angry letters about some jokes we made um, by some individuals that believe that they were in poor taste. Mm-hmm. Um, as a general rule, I have been on stage maybe been here 11 years there have been like maybe four or five times when i think we might have crossed the line and every time we apologize like during the show um because sometimes in like the heat of the moment you say something that's either taken the wrong way or could be misconstrued um i've definitely hosted and said something and then went i am so sorry yeah we have an entire episode of this podcast named after that oh yeah absolutely (laughs) it's called yeah i hear it now (laughs) 
um but it's um there have been a number of incidents where people have reached out to us to say they didn't like something usually it's a political thing where um either we because before we were making fun of obama and now sometimes we make fun of trump and people will take it personally in a way it's not intended because like you just you make fun of the president whoever it is uh, regardless of party, like equal opportunity, like a politician is fair game. Um, so usually, most recently, that's what we'll get. But overall, like people usually understand, like what we're doing is comedy, and we're just trying to do what we do. Absolutely. Unless you can think of any. Me, I can't think of any other than what I did. Um. <laughs> other than what you did. Oh, I have no. a distinct memory of like Jack Needham coming to me and just being like, well, we got some coming tomorrow. Like, I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. Do you think I would have been fired after my host of the dating game that show? No. I will say Jack. that it, as someone with personal experience, it takes a lot of misbehavior to get fired. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, all right. So the uh, so there there's there's three more questions. One of them will be should be shorter. Uh, the uh, your favorite short form or long form game. Rachel, what's your favorite? Oh my gosh, um, I really love Telethon. It's a fun game. It yeah, such I a love fun it. Game. It opens you up. It's you're free. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're you're up there like you have the musicians backing you and you're up there with like a partner and it's just like, okay, here's genre. Let's let's see what happens. If we're gonna scream, we're gonna scream if whatever happens. I don't know. It's very freeing. It's fun. Yeah. Jim. Mine is any any genre scene game. So like remake or like director, mostly yeah. remake actually, because like I like I, I like the I like uh, I actually talked about this on the the, the Vlad interview uh, interview uh, video that I just did that's coming out over the next couple of weeks sometime. Um, that like I, I really like doing just a basic scene and then like reinterpreting it in a bunch of different silly ways. Yeah. So yeah, like so yeah, like and and, and anything that is like doing playing with genre stuff i love so yeah remake would be my favorite i think i like bartender because everyone's looking at me carl yeah you are very good at bartender as well jared <laughs> um my, uh, my favorite game is is accents i think it's between accents and director uh i like to be given the character i like to be just given something and um something that I know I can really be good at. I don't want to sound cocky, but I always feel like anytime I'm in director or accents, I, I always do a really good job. And I, I enjoy those games because of that. Um, I do like a lot of the musical games, but. So if the accent were to be like a DJ from 
like the nineties. Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of uh, like an like an alley G, but like racially insensitive. Yeah, no, yeah, that's where I sort of I, I I picture Nick Cannon, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, <laughs> Nick Cannon, Drumline, great movie. Oh, great movie. Um. All right, one more question. Uh, and I don't know if this one was directed towards me personally, but uh, I know that Jim was involved with this. And Jared, you were there. Uh, most dangerous skit ever witnessed or performed? Carl and I are going to have the same one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I have the same one too. <laughs> uh, in my, what, the ten and a half years at the firehouse theater i think there's only one been one time that blood has touched the stage <laughs> yeah so long story short carl and frank were doing a scene i was where, lady gaga where carl <laughs> carl was lady gaga jim was mark Wahlberg as a tree yep. and frank was Dwayne the rock johnson the people's champion um, and Frank <laughs> clotheslined Carl and gave him a bloody nose on stage. To defend it, I looked at Frank after the after the after Lobo, who was the director, looked at Frank and said, "You're the Rock." He said, "You're Lady Gaga," and he was like, "Okay." Frank was walking by me because I was starting the scene, and I looked at Frank and I went, <laughs> "Feel free to give me the people's elbow," and instead clotheslined me and also choke slammed me yeah um and i hit the ground so hard or hit the stage so hard um i i have the footage i still have the footage um and the reaction from the audience is is just oh my god and then you hear one or two guys go laughing hysterically and jared has the most uncomfortable face and i have thought you were dead i have a freeze frame of it Uh, rachel i will send that to you yes i want to see it oh my god i've never seen jared uncomfortable before but he's just like he's like oh like it is the it is it is amazing and then we used think, it as a logo for the podcast once <laughs> did you really yeah that's fantastic oh that's amazing um and I think out of that scene Jim won the award because he stayed in character as Mark Wahlberg as the tree <laughs> well <laughs> the like, whole time well uh, you know I saw. I saw you get. I saw you get slammed. I was in character, and then I looked, and like the blood was tripped, was just like falling out your nose, and I just, I just left to get some, to get paper towels. I did but you said you you said something after I hit the ground. You were like, oh, I was like, well, I, I saw you hit the ground. I didn't realize that you were actually injured until I saw blood. Like. I mean, I was so more I, embarrassed I, I, than anything. Hey, a tree. Uh, I'm a tree. What's she lying there for? <laughs> oh, <I'm bleeding. laughs> How's your mother? <laughs> yeah. I just remember. And then him gone, and then he comes in with the paper towel, and there's, there's blood dripping from my face. And 
there was an audience member uh, who's she's been to the show a couple of times. She held up a tampon and was like, you need this? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, actually I do. So there's a picture of me. There's a tamp. I did the next game. I had the tampon up my nose. Wait, it works. <clears throat> yeah. That's literally its job though. Uh, she's the man. Absolutely. Her name's Jenny. Great Amanda I want to call, her, want to call her out on this. Her name's Jenny. She was amazing. And she's been to a bunch of our shows. Yeah, Jenny's and great. Jenny is fantastic. She has a lot. <laughs> yeah, Jenny's awesome, but they also do that in the movie. She's the man. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Channing Tatum. You ever seen She's the Man? No. Wait, Amanda Bynes? What? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but. Based, uh, based on Twelfth Night by uh, Shakespeare. True. All right, so the point where we uh, quit our bits and talk about something that's stuck in our craw that we can't stop thinking about. Some episode's gone long, so let's try to make this quick. Carl. Um, my quit and bitsin is, uh, I, you know, talking about all of this, the uh, stage, I miss stage time. I miss being on the stage. I miss telling jokes. I miss entertaining people on stage live. You know, I miss the immediate reaction after the shows. I miss all of it. All right. Rachel. <laughs> I just miss people. Like the, <laughs> the only time I all leave my them. house, I just miss all the people. I miss you guys. I only go outside if I'm, you know, going to the grocery store, if I'm walking my dog. And it's like, I just, I, I, be able to talk to people and you know see them without being terrified that they're going to breathe on me and I and I get COVID. Yeah. Jim, what are you bitching about? Well, like I'll follow along, right? Like, and uh, you know what? I'll sort of merge those two and say, like, I miss our shows. I really miss like performing for an audience. I really miss like going to the theater and performing. I don't miss people. I, you know, they <laughs> <say>, like. <laughs> People say, like, you know, I can't stand being cooped up in this. This is me in my natural habitat. Like, I am fine. Like, I feel like I, 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 I hate not being able to teach classes. I hate not being able to perform. But otherwise, you know what? Like, I'm, I, I, I don't have, like, socially, I don't have, I'm not having any trouble, like, dealing with the, dealing with the solitude. I, I'm okay. Fair so, enough. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't miss people in general. All right, if we're talking about things we miss, I miss old man balls at the gym. <laughs> this has been the Bit Players podcast, or Bit Players Bit Per Second podcast. Um, make sure you check us out every Friday and Saturday night on your podcasting application until we're back doing shows. Um, we, will, we are releasing one-on-one -on -one interviews with Vlad, we are releasing uh, Steph Corin Tammy, which is a ongoing imp um, improvised short with um, Elizabeth and Anne Marie. Uh, we're doing our Instagram takeovers, and we got a bunch of other stuff like just ready to go that we're just gonna keep pumping out some content for you folks. Wait uh, for keep a you lot of cats on my day. Like uh, just a lot of cats. Uh, uh, we're just gonna keep pumping out stuff, keep you guys interested, and we're um, also. Uh, we are now have a PayPal. If you want to donate to the theater, um, keep us going. You know, this still isn't free. 
Um, mm-hmm. Still, it's costing us money, and like everybody else, we're a little hard up. So, if you're still working, want to th- throw a few bucks our way um, at Firehouse Theater on PayPal. Um, I know PayPal is kind of like like old person Venmo, um, but that's what we got. So anything helps. Venmo it is. So um, at Firehouse Theater on Ven- on um, oh, I even want to say Venmo uh, at <laughs> Firehouse Theater on PayPal. If you guys want to donate whatever you got few bucks i'm gonna throw in some money because i'm incredibly wealthy uh just to kind of help out everything and so support your local um artists support your local restaurants your local businesses as they open up if they're doing any kind of takeout or curbside service make sure you're helping everybody out because we're all going to get through this together i know it's cliche but it's a fact um we all need to help each other out and be cool um so this has been the bit players bits per second podcast i'm jared i'm jim i'm carl i'm rachel thanks for listening (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was fun (laughs) wait guys i really do miss you oh my god i miss you guys miss you guys